The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. All right, let's go ahead and bring in from gopowercat.com and our own Ryan Wallace. He does great stuff for us as well. And uh, Ryan, you've been out of the city for a few weeks. You did small town, small town. And then last week went down to Derby. I think everybody thought Derby would win that game. They did. It was crazy back and forth. They had to fight for everything they want. And Mays is a is a legit good team. That, that shows something in 5A that they're going to be a team to keep an eye on. Yeah, I think I was honestly more taken by Mays than I was Derby, um, only because you kind of know what you're going to get with Derby um, year in and year out. Uh, they're just kind of a well-oiled machine. And even, you know, for as, as much star power as a guy like Dylan Edwards has, the interesting thing about Derby, at least uh, from my vantage point and from a recruiting standpoint, is um, there weren't a lot of other just bona fide star division one power five type guys on derby they're just a lot of really 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 good high school players that will probably go on and play college but maybe not to the level um, that we'll see from dylan edwards mays on the other hand um not only passed the eye test in pregame but then followed that up by passing the eye test during the game um i said it in a report uh that just came out um, earlier this week on Avery Johnson, I, I think we're literally looking at uh, the best qu- quarterback prospect from the state of Kansas in the 24-7 sports era, um, which I think dates back to about 2009 or 2010. In my estimation, Dion, he's right in the conversation with a guy like Bubba Starling. He's right in the conversation with, you know, going back to maybe a Kerry Meyer, um, Nick Patton kind of predates my time a little bit, but I'm, Avery Johnson is that special. And because of him, uh, I think that, as you said, they're going to be an absolute force in, in 5A um, once that bracket gets released. And if the defense can can hang on, and I think they've got the parts to do so, uh, I don't see any reason why that offense can't carry them a, a very, very long way in November. How would you equate their defense? Do you think that do you think defensively they could struggle against somebody who is really good offensively? Well, yeah, and I think you know the area that I, I could see May struggling with a little bit is you know they have some athletes. I, I thought their secondary played fairly well, and they have some guys that can run and tackle and chase uh, uh, up front. But I could see them struggling. I'm going to give an, uh, an example, just a random example. But I could see them struggling with somebody like an Aquinas that builds their offense around the line of scrimmage and just pounds you, pounds you, pounds you to death. Um, I could see, you know, a a team like that that's built and structured similar to an Aquinas um, could give Mays fits because, you know, not only are they, you know, not really built to withstand that up front on the defensive line, but then again, it keeps Avery Johnson and Mays' offense off the field. So, yeah, if they run into a team that can uh, really run it down your throat, I think that's where they'll struggle. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, we've kind of looked the last few years, and Wichita Northwest has been the standard bearer yeah. on, on that west side, and, and that's going to be a that's a, a game. And Carroll, those three teams are probably the ones you're going to have to look at if you're Mill Valley or Aquinas or 
uh, Spring Hill, whoever's going to come out of this side. Speaking of Aquinas, man, they lose four in a row and they jump up and, and get uh, Blue Valley Northwest last week. And uh, we were joking with Adam Burns. The, the, no matter how many games in a row Aquinas loses, don't get down two touchdowns. Right. That, that's right. <laughs> that's what they, that, it's just almost impossible to get back. And that's exactly what happened to Blue Valley Northwest. They got down and couldn't come back. It just shows the depth of that league. And you see St. James who couldn't score a touchdown four weeks ago is now hanging 40 on people. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, going to be a crazy finish in 4A, 5A, and 6A for all these teams on the west side. Yeah, and I mean, with Blue Valley Northwest, we talked about it, you know, ad nauseum over the course of the, maybe the last two or three tapings that, you know, we've done for the pregame show here is, is you know, you can't get caught kind of staring too far down the, the path. And I thought the Blue Valley Northwest, credit to Clint Ryder, has, has done a pretty good job up to this point because they're have, they've, you know, been up against some really good teams with, with um, a target on their back. You know, I thought the way they handled Blue Valley North, a big rival, said a lot about their maturity. But then they come out against Aquinas, and you wonder if maybe they got caught reading the clippings a little bit. Aquinas got back to, you know, what they do so well with 48 rushing attempts and almost 300 yards on the ground and um, just kind of, again, stunned Blue Valley Northwest uh, right out of the gate and then had enough to, to hold on and mm-hmm. again, kind of keep Mikey Polly off the field. But, you know, with Aquinas, with St. James, which I think we kind of saw this happening from St. James. I think everyone kind of assumed they would bounce back later this year. I don't know if we saw that happening with Aquinas, but when you have that kind of pedigree and guys that are just not used to losing, you can't count them out when the time comes because the, the stage in November is not going to be too big for programs like that that have yeah. experience in, in this type of situation. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how the the Basers or, or, or the Spring Hills, when things get a little bit bigger for them, how they're going to react. Good teams, well-coached. I'm not expecting right. a meltdown. I mean, those are two really well-coached teams. But the, you, you talk about Blue Valley Northwest, they're still 17 years old, right, Coach? It doesn't matter. Aquinas had lost four in a row, and even if you're Blue Valley Northwest, you're probably those kids are probably like, I know we got to take them serious. I know we, but they're 17 years old. Plus, you know what? When you go into those games in November, the game suddenly changes. All of a sudden, weather becomes an impact. Attitude becomes a bigger impact. November games are much different than September. I agree. And I I think that, uh, Ryan, as you – this week, real quick before we let you go, I know you're jumping across the state line. You're going to go watch uh, North Kansas City and Liberty – uh, and we've talked a lot about North Kansas City and their guys, you know, that everybody knows about that are recruits. But you're going to the Liberty receiver, and I'll let you say his name, um, along with Winchick Williams, who was a little nicked up last week. Hopefully he'll be good to play uh, this week. You're going to go uh, see the the receiver who's just got an offer from K-State. Yeah, Ricky Amorezzi. Um, I believe I'm, I'm kind of pronouncing <laughs> that, that right. We'll find out on Friday. Um, just a massive, massive receiver. I mean, 6'3". Um, well over, I think at this point already 200 pounds, um, saw him over the summer at K-State's elite camp. And, you know, not only did he show better hands than I was expecting, um, but then, you know, face planted two different defensive backs and <laughs> in, in one-on-one tackling drills as well. So, you know, really excited to watch Liberty try and get him the ball. Uh, Michael Capri, obviously, uh, the experienced Liberty lineman that's also going to walk on as a preferred walk on for Kansas State. I'll be up there to see him and Wintrick, like you mentioned. But uh, this is an exciting game for me just because um, it, it's two programs where we kind of get to see what kind of, you know, coach was just talking about attitude. 
what kind of momentum, what kind of energy and spirit uh, can they bring into, um, you know, Missouri state bracket because it begins next week. And, you know, you look at North Kansas city, obviously Leon Douglas has been doing this. Um, he's, he's built that program into a, a one that's just so respected in Missouri class five. And yet here they are losers of three in a row. Um, but, but games that they're always kind of competitive in, you know, I look Lee summit lost by a point park Hill South lost by a score. And, and then Oak park, obviously last week was 21 to nine. Um, but again, you know, the, I, I wouldn't say that they're just getting manhandled in all of these games. And then you look at Liberty five and three, you know, had a, a lot of uh, hype kind of coming into this season, along with the rival Liberty North, they're coming off getting just manhandled at Raypack. Um, so I'm very curious to see again, kind of what step are you taking into state brackets next week? Um, because this is again, two really physical teams that are built up front and you know, that, that can be, you know, what kind of offensive line and what kind of defensive line, what kind of, what those guys spirit is um, can be just as influential heading into um, the state playoffs as, you know, having a running back that's, that's in high spirits or having a quarterback that's in high spirits. You want those guys up front um, to be feeling good about themselves. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, Ryan, have a good time up there. Looking forward to your stuff on Friday night. Now that you're back in the city after your little tour of Kansas and uh, we will chat with you again next week. Yeah, it's going to be a good one.